Well, hello, listeners, and welcome to the Learn Everyday English podcast, your roadway to English proficiency. Hey, you've come to the right place to improve your listening comprehension skills and mastery of the English language. My name is Gary, and I will be your host today. I am a native English speaker born and raised in the United States and a retired engineer living in a small Texas town about one hour north of Houston. I am also a language learner like you. I'm studying Spanish, so I know what it is like to learn a new and different language. So now, let's jump right into today's episode. Well, hey, everybody. What's up? As we say here in English, it means like, hello, what's going on? Well, welcome to uh, episode 15 of the Learn Everyday English podcast. Glad to have you with me. And again, my name is Gary. In this episode, we're going to talk about some common everyday English expressions. And this will be part one of a two-part series. But before we get started, I just want to remind you that you can follow me at my webpage. Just go to www.learneverydayenglish.com and you can follow me there. At the webpage, you can listen to the podcasts, as well as find a link to the Learn Everyday English YouTube channel, where you can watch some interesting and engaging videos that will help you learn and master and improve as you go on your English language journey. So, without further ado, let's get going, and hey, we'll jump right into today's episode about common everyday English expressions. So in this episode, I'm going to go over some very common everyday English expressions. I'm going to tell you what the expression is, kind of give you a definition or a meaning of the expression, and use it in a sentence or maybe two sentences to help you uh, have it clear or make it clear in your mind exactly what the expression means. Remember, you don't have to write these down. Just go to the Learn Everyday English webpage, www.learneverydayenglish.com. Go to the podcast resources page and look up episode 15. And there you can download the program notes and read along and follow along with me with this episode. And it's a good way to be able to review what you've learned in this episode. Hey, and if you need to, listen to the episode over several times. But the first expression is aced it, aced it. And this means to do very well on a test or exam or possibly uh, some type of activity. But it is most commonly used when somebody is talking about doing very well on a test or an exam. So, for example, I can say, and I'm talking to my friend John, Hey, John, how did you do on the English test? And John will answer and say, I think I aced it. I think I aced it. So again, Hey, John, how did you do on the English test? I think I aced it. That means I think I did very well. I probably maybe made a hundred. That means you got 100 points out of 100 points. I made a hundred. 
The second expression is way to go, but we, we kind of say it this way, way to go, way to go, but way to go, way to go. That means, hey, that's great, or that's a good job. But you have to be careful with this. It can be used in a sarcastic way, kind of in a negative way, in an opposite way, which can also mean, hey, that's not good, or that's a bad job. So it depends on the meaning that the person who is saying it is trying to impart. But the first sentence will be way to go with the meaning, that's great, or a good job. For example, I hear you aced the English test. Way to go. I hear you aced the English test. Way to go. That means I hear you did very well on the English test. Hey, great job. Great job. But here's a way I can use way to go in a negative or kind of making fun of somebody or being mean to somebody. I can say, for example, you dropped the vase and broke it? Ah, way to go. You dropped the vase and broke it? Way to go. Way to go means, hey, that's not very good. That's not a good job that you did. How, how could you do that? How could you be so clumsy? So that's way to go. The third expression is to be beat. To be beat. And this means to be very tired, very tired. For example, I can say, I have been standing on my feet all day and had to work a 10-hour shift. Boy, I'm beat. I've been standing on my feet all day and had to work a 10-hour shift. Boy, I'm beat. And a shift is just a period of time that you work. So you could work an eight-hour shift, maybe, or a 10-hour shift, or a 12-hour shift. A lot of times at the end, of before we say, I'm beat, we'll add like an exclamation word like, boy, I'm beat. Or sometimes we'll say, man, I'm beat. Or, wow, I'm beat. So you might hear, boy, man, or wow. That's just like a explanatory word that adds emphasis before you say, I'm beat. But it really means like, wow, I'm beat. I'm really very tired. The fourth expression is to be pissed off, to be pissed off. And this means to be very angry about something. But we can also use this expression in the form of to piss off someone or to piss someone off. To piss someone off means to make someone very angry. So the first example is to be pissed off. I'll use that in a sentence. Someone just hit my car and left a big dent in it. I'm really pissed off. Someone just hit my car and left a big dent in it. I'm really pissed off. Like, I'm really very angry, I'm very upset, I'm very mad. But to use an example of to piss someone off, which is to make someone very angry, I can say, don't piss Jim off. He is already in a bad mood, and you know he has a bad temper. 
So don't piss Jim off. That means don't make Jim angry. He is already in a bad mood. And you know he has a bad temper. Number five is the expression, hold on, hold on. This doesn't mean like to hold on to something, like to grab on to something. In this context, it means to wait a minute or wait a while. So hold on. For example, excuse me, can you help me find something? And the person answers you and says, hold on, I'll be right with you. Or maybe they will say, hold on just a minute. I'll be right with you. So when you use hold on, you can also use a phrase that designates a period of time, like hold on just a minute. Or a lot of times people will say, hold on a second, hold on a second, hold on a minute. So again, excuse me, can you help me find something? Hold on, or hold on just a minute, I'll be right with you. Here's another example sentence with hold on. I know you are hungry. Can you hold on a little while longer? Dinner is almost ready. I know you are hungry. Can you hold on a little while longer? It means can you just wait a little while longer? Dinner is almost ready. Number six is the expression cool it, cool it. This doesn't mean to make something cooler or colder uh, in temperature. This actually means to stop or to rest, to stop doing something. It can also mean like to stop it, stop doing that. Or it can also mean to rest. So the first example means to stop it. Here's an example sentence. And this is something you might hear parents, especially maybe a mother, telling her kids, Hey, stop running in the store. Cool it. Hey, stop running in the store. Cool it. That means stop it. Stop running. But here's an example sentence using cool it in the form of rest. What are you going to do this evening after work? And the answer is, I'm just going to cool it and watch Netflix. So again, somebody asks you a question, you can, and they will ask you, like, hey, Joe, what are you going to do this evening after work? And Joe answers and says, I'm just going to cool it and watch Netflix. That means I'm just going to rest or I'm just going to relax. I'm just going to take it easy and watch Netflix. The seventh expression or example is the phrase, cut it out, cut it out. And this also means to stop it, stop it just like cool it. But also cut it out can also mean to remove something using scissors, which kids may cut out a design and some from a piece of paper, or maybe if some women like to sew, they will cut out a pattern to use to make a dress. That's maybe the most common form of cut out that you have heard, but this is cut it out. For example, hey, cut it out, sit down and be quiet. So again, this may be 
something you will hear a parent say to their child. Hey, cut it out. Sit down and be quiet. That means stop it. The other example has to do with using scissors. For example, did we get a coupon in the mail for pet food? Yes, it is on the table. Use the scissors and cut it out so we can take it with us and use it at the store. So somebody can ask you, Did we get a coupon in the mail for pet food? And the answer is, Yes, it is on the table. Use the scissors and cut it out so we can take it with us and use it at the store. And finally, the eighth expression is to be antsy, to be antsy. And this means to be anxious about something, to have anxiety about something. For example, somebody could ask you a question. They say, why are you so antsy today? Why are you so antsy today? Like, why are you so anxious? Maybe why are you so nervous? Could be another definition. And the answer could be, I have a big English test and I need to get a good grade to pass the class. Again, somebody asks you a question, why are you so antsy today? Maybe they see that you're very nervous. They can tell by your facial expression or your body movements. Why are you so antsy today? And you can answer, I have a big English test and I need to get a good grade to pass the class. So those are eight very common expressions that we use in English. And you might hear these a lot on TV, maybe on radio programs or in common speech. You will hear these expressions used all the time. So I hope you found this episode interesting. Again, uh, to make the best use of these podcasts, listen to them over several times. Listen to them first one time without uh, reading along or following anything and see if you can understand or how much you can understand. Then the second time, use the program notes, download that, read and follow along with me. And if listen to the podcast again. Listen to it a third time with the program notes if you need to. Then listen to it again without the notes and see if your comprehension has improved a lot. If you want to take it to, we say, the next level or the, the take it higher and do more, try to write out your own sentences using these eight commonly used English expressions. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Learn Everyday English podcast. Hey, I would love to hear from you and what you thought of this episode. Or if you have any questions for me, or if you have any suggestions for specific topics you would like me to discuss on this program. To do so, just go to the Learn Everyday English webpage at www.learneverydayenglish.com. At the bottom of that homepage, there is a contact form. Just go to the contact form, fill that out, uh, send me a message and let me know what you think of the episode or if you have any questions. 
Or if you just want to drop me a line, as we say in English, just say hello, how you like the program. Well, I think that's it for now, listeners. Be sure to check out our upcoming episodes. Hey, thanks again for listening, and goodbye.